0: Hey, um, my name's Matt, and uh, this is my wife Jacinda, and uh, we lead Coast Vineyard Church, and we're both going to be up here this morning. So we're going to do a bit of tag team talking, and uh, today, hey, it's cool. There's already some envelopes that are gone. So, um, so we are going to. Today's going to be about what's ahead for us this year. What's ahead for us in 2019, and uh, so. We're going to talk about some old things, we're going to talk about some new things and some things that God has put on our hearts, but this morning's not so much about, about teaching and inspiration as it is about sharing heart and, and an invitation. So that's uh, that's this morning. So I'd love to pray as we start and just encourage us all, just um, just have an open heart for what God would um, have for us this morning. So Father, we just welcome your presence here. We we're, we're grateful that you're here. We're grateful for for all that we do, God. Even just over this last week, God, we're grateful for stories of hearing of uh, of healing, of uh, of transformation, of uh, of hope, God, of of redemption, God. And we also hear stories of uh, heartbreak and grief and, and and challenge, God. And but we know that you're good. We know that you're in the midst of all all. So God, we do welcome you here, God. and We pray that you'd open our hearts uh, for what you would speak to each one of us this morning. And this will be a morning of um, both celebration of what you're doing amongst us and also of uh, stepping into what's, uh, what's ahead. So God, we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen. All right. So looking ahead for this year. You ready? Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. So most of the things that we're going to talk about and most of the things that are going to be happening as we go forward into this year is going to be just more of the same. The good stuff that's been, that's been happening and uh, I know that for many of you, you'd be glad to know that because it's nice when things are familiar and uh, they are how you like them. And, um, but not everything's going to be the same. And as a church that we, we keep on growing, and you know that because you, some of you came this morning and someone's, someone's sitting in my chair. Like, so, like let, you just take them aside, have a conversation, look, I know you're new, but like, this is my chair. <laughs> okay, but things change, and, and uh, we're going to be moving venues, so on March the 10th, if you come here, it's going to be lonely and quiet. Uh, we, are, from March the 10th, are going to be doing our regular Sunday morning services at uh, Ottawa College. So we're super excited about that, and it's first time we've moved our Sunday venue in five years. So it's a big deal for us, uh, and that's a big change. And there's some um, some other changes, and some of them we're going to be sharing with our leadership community uh, tonight. And. Look, you're welcome to come along. It's not like if you'd like, if you're interested, even if you're not, don't think you're a leader. Welcome to come along. Um, But we're going to let the whole church know about some of those other things um, through the um, the next week. And um, and there's some specifics that we're going to talk about today. But but for us, I know that we both feel like the best is yet to come. Um, There's been some great things that God has done with us, but the the best is yet to come. So I'm going to hand over to Jacinda.
1: All right. Well, where have we been in the last 12 months? It's uh, on, a, on a vision sort of a day you think, well, we've got to look pe- looking forward. But actually, we want to take a moment just to reflect back for a, a little bit because we have a lot to celebrate, don't we? You know, uh, Fiona's just been putting some different statistics together that we need for, uh, to give to VCANS, which is our national body of vineyard churches. And, uh, and so I was just asking her quickly, how many baptisms have we had in the last 12 months? And we've had six. And, uh, and I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot, but every... Every number represents a person, a family, a group of friends that are impacted for the sake of Jesus. And that is super exciting. Every single time someone decides, I want to follow Jesus and I want to make it public. I'm serious about this thing. Uh, We want to celebrate. We've had things like baptisms. We've had people coming to faith. We've had people falling in love with the church again after not being connected in church for lots of different reasons. And we know that we're a problematic bunch, aren't we? And, uh, and it's not always smooth sailing being in relationship with this lovely and wider group of people that is the church. However, it is the place that God has called us to be in community with one another. And we're thrilled when people are falling in love with the church again and getting reconnected. We've been able to offer practical help to people in our community in the last 12 months. Uh, through all sorts of things, we'll unpack a little bit of that later on. But, uh, but some of that is because of your generosity. A lot of it is. Every week we send uh, the baskets around for compassion, and we've been able to practically help people that are in really dire need as we've become aware of them. And so we're incredibly grateful that we have the opportunity to do that, and we'll continue to do that. We hear stories regularly of just what God's doing in our lives, and so often it's just incremental, isn't it? It's not like these huge, big, like, fireworks moments. It's these gentle, subtle shifts that he slowly brings into our lives. And, uh, and we've seen people being healed. We've seen people being restored. I loved Ailsa's story that you shared with us at our birthday last year of her journey with God after the death of her husband and the loss of her husband, and just how God has very gently woven her into community here and restored her heart and given her hope again. And uh, he's been incredibly kind in the way he's done that. And he's used us to be a part of that journey. And we just are so thrilled about that. And you've probably noticed that we keep expanding our church is continually growing, which is why we've needed to move. We've outgrown all of our spaces uh, here at uh, Stanwall Bay. And as we were thinking about all of the stuff that's been happening this last 12 months, the thought that came was just like, you know, love has led us here. Love has led us here. Love of God. You know, as we've done our very best to love him the best way we know how, to put wheels on that, you know, to make it actual reality as we live out our faith, and as we've done our best to love people, the people that we rub shoulders with, the people that we encounter every day. So love is the thing that has led us here, and love is the thing that's going to lead us on. And we're really excited about that. We, we know some of the details of that, and most of it we probably have no idea because God constantly surprises us, doesn't he? And that's part of the fun of it all. But, uh, but we have great confidence that the God of love has brought us this far and he's going to lead us on.
0: All right, so, so what's ahead? So it's important when we talk about what's ahead for us that we start from this place of just acknowledging, remembering, stating once again that Jesus is the head of the church. He's the head of this church. And um, every now and then, I think I'm the head of the church, but then he quickly reminds me, he goes, Matt, what are you doing, mate, This is not your your church. He he just says, this is my church. And so we're constantly um, turning to him, and we've just got this deep conviction that God will speak to us. And lead us and, and guide us and into what he has for us. And um, so we make space for that in our, uh, in our pastoral leadership team. We make room for that, just hearing from God, what are you saying to us? Where are we going? Um, and, um, and we do our best to follow that leading. So, so we're, we're not big into like growth targets or, or numbers here at, at Coast Vineyard. Um, and then, you know, kind of whip everyone along to hit these growth targets. We, we don't really do that. I mean, I, I personally like setting targets and goals and, and aiming to set them. But, um, but we're not going to, you know, be like, okay, so, so Rex, how many people have you invited to church this month? You know, and it's like, bad Rex, you know. You know so it's just, we're just, um, we're looking for what God is leading us into and we're pursuing that. And and then we just do what we can to embrace the life that, um, that that comes along. We do our part. We trust the outcome to Him. And uh, so as we look ahead, you know, like I say, we're going to talk about there's some things that we did last year. We did the year before. We did the year before that, and we're going to do again this year. And it's the things that the church has had at it at its heart for really for two thousand years. And it's just to love God. And love people. Just to love God and love people. It's not going to change. And we do that the best that we know how. Week in and week out. We do that the best we know how. And uh, so what that looks like at Coast Vineyard, and you may have heard this before, and if you have, that was quite cool when I went over here. <laughs> that feedback was pretty exciting during worship. Eh? Like They say that sometimes during worship, they say that people can hear angels. I'm just thinking like... If that was an angel, he's off the worship team. You know, that's that was squealy. So um, guys did so well. Um, but what does what does loving God and loving people look like at Coast? Well, this this we talk about who we are in, in four different ways. We talk about that we're a family, and family is a place to belong and to connect. And uh, and it's not the it's not the same as a normal family where you, you, they say you you can. Choose your friends, but you can't choose your relatives. And uh, But this is a family you can choose to be in. And um, But when you have to choose, you have to choose. You have to choose to connect, and you have to choose um, what that looks like for you. And I, it's To me, it's a lot like uh, visiting a, pe- a beach. Have you ever been to a beach, and you'll see some cars will pull up, and someone will just sort of sit in their car for a little while and just sort of check it out, and other people will get out, and then they'll just go and sit on the... The, the dunes or the you know just looking at it and other people will come and they'll have their you know their togs on already but they'll just take a bit of time and they'll go down and they'll dip their toe in the water a little bit and maybe just go on a little bit more and then some people they just get straight out of their car and they just go running on the beach and they just dive straight in now you've seen the whole lot haven't you and it's kind of like that with church and it's all okay it's everything's okay we you can almost know where you are on that journey, you know whether you're, you're in, you took a while, but now you're in swimming and enjoying the beach, or you're sitting in your car checking it out, or you're dipping your toe in the water. It's all okay, but it's all about us. The joy and the, the, the good things is in, is in the swim. Is in the, so, so we're, um, I guess, you know, a question for you guys is like, how, how wet are you going to get at Coast Vineyard this year? Um, <laughs> Oh, I should talk, it's just, it's not on my notes, it's just like three more weeks here, so this is one next week, and then the following week, so two two weeks from today will be our last Sunday here at, um, at Stamble Bay, talking about getting wet, we're going to have like a massive water balloon fight for all the kids after after church, so just warning you, okay, so, um, and there is the potential for adult casualties, okay, so, <laughs> and the kids seem to like to invite me to join those things, so. Um, anyway, that was um, just talking about getting wet. So, so we're a family. We're also a a school. We're a school. It's a place to learn and to grow, and um, going deeper with God. You know, maybe that may be a thing for for you this year, or um, maybe that it's learning how to lead and, and make a difference. I'm just loving. You know, we've got this new group that's just started up a couple of weeks ago that um, Pete and Trish Mansa are leading, and. Uh, a big thing for them is they just want people to learn to hear from God for themselves. They want to learn how to pray for people and see the kingdom of God break into people's lives and bring freedom and hope and healing and life. And people that, you know, I think they've only done one, is it? I don't know, I don't know where they are. So I know they're around here somewhere. Um, and, um, and even just then, oh, you've done one so far, eh? And even just hearing the stories, like people are just loving this. But those are the sort of things that happen at, uh, at Coast. It's a, it's a school. It's a place to learn. So... Um, That's it's maybe a season for you to learn this year in some ways. All right, back to you.
1: Another thing we are is a hospital. Uh, The thing about life and faith is that we can get a bit beaten up along the way, right? It's not always smooth sailing. And so the church, us, can be family, we can be school, but we also are a hospital. It's a place where uh, we can catch our breath be healed up be put back together be attended to be loved on loved back into life into healing because the whole point of a hospital is you don't live there hey it's like but it's a place we need to visit And uh, whether that's because we're needing to be, you know, we've just come to faith and there's a season of time where we need to be restored from the effects of sin and brokenness or if there's other things that happen along the way where we just need to step aside and kind of be in that space for a little while uh, before we're able to then leave, be put back together and get back out there again. And, uh, And lastly, so we've got family, school, hospital. You guys are so good. And the last one is an army. We're an army. So we're not the sort that go out and shoot people, okay? It's more like the Peace Corps. It's this, as soon as we arrive, you know, people are like, yes, you're here, you know? That we've got this mission to advance the kingdom of God wherever we are. And this is for all of us. This isn't just for some of us. Is that we carry that hope, that life that we get to give away and we get to push into areas where God isn't. And as soon as we're doing that, we're in this battle, four people. And uh, and so like the Peace Corps, they come in, they educate, they build, they bring relief, they bring hope and peace. We get to be that. We are that. Not that we get to be that. We are that. And that we are going to lean more and more and more into those things as we go along. The thing with all of these four areas is that we don't just stay in one. We move through all of them. Sometimes we're in two at the same time. You know, so there's no like linear progression for those of us who like linear progressions. There isn't one, Um, but we're just going to move in and out of these through life, and so that's that is who we are. And uh, let me just turn over my notes so that I make sure I know what I'm meant to be telling you. Yeah, I thought I was. Uh, So that's who we are, but what we do, and Elise referred to that when she was talking about our notices, that there are these anchor points that we sort of anchor our activity around to help outwork all of these things and what God's doing amongst us. And that is that we connect, we connect with God, we connect with each other. That we grow, that we grow in life, that we grow in faith, that we grow in ministry, so that we would be doing our marriage as well, we would be getting better as parents, that we would also be learning how to hear from God and to pray for one another. All of it, that we'd be growing in all of it. That we'd serve, that we'd serve our family here at Coast Vineyard. All of us carry gifts, experience, passion, and just things that we're just really good at that other people aren't. But it's as we collectively come together and share those with each other that we get to build this wonderful thing that is the church. And But it's not just for us. We're to go. We're to go and actually be love and hope in our community and beyond. So we are a family, school, hospital army, and the things that we do is, is we connect, we grow, we serve, and we go. And those things are our constants. They're not going to change, OK?
0: Cool. You got that? Be a test afterwards? No, they won't. Um, it's interesting when you're doing things like this where there's, you speak for a little bit and then you stop, because in the gaps, you have time to think about things. And so in that gap, I was thinking to myself, I wonder what would happen if the microphone dropped into my drink, <laughs> whether I'd get an electric shock. I was just, it's, just, it's just what I was thinking about. Just. Um, so this year we're going to be stepping into um, some things specifically. Um, and, uh, and a lot of it comes just because we're growing. We're growing, um, which is good because healthy things grow, don't they? We've got plants at our house that aren't growing that well because we don't give them any love, um, <laughs> and uh, like water, yeah, things like that. Um, but we're so thankful for the health. We really are. It's um, but but growing things change. As um, you know, if you ever planted a, a, a tree, and five years later, it's it's different, and 25 years later, it's it's very different. Growing things change, and there's going to be change this year. And here's Here's the funny thing about change, and you may or may not have worked this out already. This is one of these life things that's always really good to be aware of. When, Because life just sort of rumbles along a little bit, doesn't it? It sort of feels often, it's just like, oh, it's just sort of the same old, every sort of month by month, and I'd love an adventure. I'd love some change to come along. So we kind of think like, we actually think we really like change. But then when change happens, it's not always exactly what you thought it would be. And it's actually some parts of change actually have an impact on you that you weren't expecting like that person who was sitting in your seat this morning. It's like, hey, I've been sitting here for three years. I was going to get a plaque made. and (laughs) Things happen and, um, you know, it's, um, I don't, I don't know everyone anymore. You know, we started meeting in our lounge six years ago with about three families. And when it got up to about 30 or 40 people, people were coming to us and saying like, oh, I feel so different. Like, I liked it better when it was just a few of us. And <laughs> um, change, it's just, it just feels different. I have to park a little bit further away. I was running a bit late this morning, and now I have to, oh, I have to park further away. You now I've got to get to my life group on time because otherwise I'll have to sit on the hard dining room chairs instead of the comfy lounge chairs. Just things, just change. We like, this, like the idea of change, but then when it, and I'm just using quite trivial examples, but sometimes they can be like, oh, this feels different. I don't know if I like it. Um, I used to be able to just, kind of call Matt up and we'd go for a coffee and it was easy and now it's a little bit harder. And pl- by the way, I, I do love having coffee, so don't stop doing that. So um, I do love having coffee is different than drinking coffee. So I don't drink coffee, but I have coffees. Okay, yeah, let's do a coffee. Yeah, what would you like? I'll have a like orange juice. So. Um, <laughs> um, but change changes that will come, it's because at Coast Vineyard more and more people are finding hope and freedom and connection and family and life and joy here. And so any change that comes because of that, we've got to be up for it. We've got to be up for it. We really do. Um, So with any change that we do, there's going to be mostly gains, but a few things that are going to be a little bit harder. And What I would invite us all into is to work well with change, and just remember. Here's again another thing that you should write this down in your book of smart things that you hear at Coast Vineyard, is that is that you only—it's
1: that many. (laughs) It's
0: just a small book, Uh, but yeah, you only get annoyed. Anything you get annoyed at in life, there's only one reason for it, and it's because you're not getting what you want. That's it. I mean, sometimes it's good, like, you know, I'm annoyed because someone's, like, picking on my kid at school. It's fair enough to get annoyed, but it's just always just good that when you get annoyed about something, just to stop and just think, like, what is it that I'm not getting that I want? Because then often it goes, oh, I'm wanting something quite selfish. And it's just a good little thing, a little, little filter to run through your little annoying moments there. So. All right. So let's choose to step into change well because we know it's going to be good for the many and there are going to be more people that are going to come towards us and find the, the life here and enjoy the life here that um, that we enjoy.
1: So obviously one of the big changes for us, which is coming up real soon, is the move to Oriwa College to the Arts and Events Centre. And I'm thinking we've got some pictures. There we go. So uh, so this this was a long process. We had uh, We had not outgrown this space when we started looking for another space. Uh, And there have been multiple times uh, in the last couple of months, once we'd secured knowing we were going here, uh, where we've just felt like, man, God has been so good to us because he set all of this in motion months and months ago before we even knew that we would need it now. And so we have this great excitement for what's ahead for us as a church because of him leading us here. But it's going to be different. It's a, it's a whole different building, a different vibe that's going to have different impact on how we feel about some different things. So if you can see up there, um, we've unlike this, we've got the bleachers and it's you know, lots of us here and not much of a stage. At uh, Orewa, it's going to have a higher stage. We're going to have our worship team on there just for the sake of space. And a small platform where the speaker's gonna be, so you can actually see them, especially if you're a short person, you wanna see who's actually talking to you. And then all of us is gonna be on the flat. That's gonna be different, especially for you bleacher types. You like it up there, I know some of you do, you're there every week. So you're gonna join the rest of us down on the flat. I know. So there's pros and cons to that, you know, like we've had conversations about the pros and cons of the bleachers. Because there are. But it's going to impact things like our worship. Like, so far, it feels like we're kind of all in this thing together, aren't we? We're all pretty close to one another. We're not too spread out. Whereas this room, we've got the stage at one end and it's long and thin. So, like, there's more of us that are going to feel like we're sort of back further. So, that's going to be something we're going to have to be aware of and kind of work through because worship remains the same and that we are all in this together. And we are all coming to love God as best we know how through that medium, and we want us all to participate and engage in that. That's been a massive journey for us. We started out with 50 people in this room, most of us who didn't know each other. We didn't know the songs, and worship was not what it is today. We had a small worship team, and so God's been leading us on a journey of that for the last six years, five years in this building. And He will continue to do so. But I want us to think about that ahead of time so that when we come, we can prepare ourselves for that. We're still going to worship. We've got a big foyer. Is there a picture of the foyer? Yahoo! We're going to have a big foyer. We can hang out for ages. We're going to have coffee out there. We'll have our info area out there. And uh, it just gives us this big space where we can hang out. But unlike here where we all just go grab a coffee and then come back to where we're sitting and chat, we're going to leave one room and come into another room. You know, it's it's just going to feel different, but we still want to hang out together. That, that's one of our big things, isn't it? That we love being in relationship with each other. And so, don't just go. Well, this feels weird. I'm out of here. Stick around. Go get a coffee. Hang about, and just and it's just going to be different. But we'll get the hang of it. We'll be fine. We've got a big kitchen. We do not have any hills. It's all flat. No more hills. And for those of you parents with kids, you will have seen all of our kids' spaces are really full here, eh? We had over a 100 uh, children in our programs last week, and over 20 up in here. <laughs> and like, it's just like we are busting at the seams. You'll be happy to know we have more spaces at, uh, at Oriwa. So we've got uh, we're going to separate our crash from our preschoolers so that it makes it a little bit easier for both of those groups to do what they want to do. Uh, our primary programme, we're going to split into like junior primary, senior primary, so that enables them to be able to tailor more of what they do to the age and the needs of the kids that we have. Um, our youth programme on a Sunday morning will have their own space, so we're like it's going to be different, but doesn't that sound good? Just that we're going to be able to tailor things to be able to meet the needs of our different kids and young people for where they're at. Um, but it does mean that we kind of have to find our way there. We're going to have to navigate a bigger school, and uh, that'll just take a wee while for us to get used to things. And, you know, people do struggle with change. Most of us do. There are very few on that continuum thing that just love change. And you kind of got to think, well, why do we do this? Why did we not just stick with a few families in our lounge? Why would we move just so that we can let more people come join us? Because God is on the move, and because good things are worth fighting for, good things are worth going through the discomfort of change. You know, just um, last week Matt and I nipped off for a very short break for the, during the week, and we went down and did um, all of the East Cape. If you have never done that, put that on your to-do list. Absolutely stunning scenery. And on the way back, we came through the Waikare Gorge. Have you anyone done that one? Yeah, man, windy, <laughs> really windy. And we stopped at a few different places along the way, and there are these plaques that tell you about the history of that area. It took them 23 years to build that road. 23 years. So they've got a plaque for the guy who headed that project up. The same guy headed up the project for 23 years, and it was really tough going. If you've ever been through that gorge, you will know why, (laughs) because there's a river and cliffs. And, uh, but they, they weren't the only ones that sort of stuck it out and kept forging away at this thing. The original settlers that were um, all around the Tauranga Bridge there, they originally went in there, they shipped in soil and seed to be able to farm that area. They brought it from Auckland by boat to a Portiki, or Gisborne, I'm not sure. And then they had to get it from there by like horse and then fording this massive river to just try to settle there. But they were doing, they were like the way they were described is that they were determined and optimistic. Well, so are we. They were doing that because they were building something that was good. They were building something that people needed so that communities wouldn't be isolated, so that they would be connected, that there'd be health and life that would come. That is what we are building. We are building something that is good for our community. And that's going to take some sacrifice on our parts, sometimes, and that might mean a little bit of discomfort along the way, but we are not quitting. We are not, it might take us 23 years, probably more, but that's why we do what we do, because God is on the move, and he's called us into this thing. He has said, it is his idea that this church be planted, and we're going to just lend our support to that, and it's with his guidance and his leading that we will continue to do that. We're going to seek His kingdom first, but as we continue to do that, we're going to have new people join us. Even as we, as I look around, there's faces that are here now that weren't here six months ago, and we're thrilled about that. But it it's it, it's kind of can feel a little bit weird when you look around. You're like, I don't know, I don't know who these people are. I don't know their name. Here's a couple of things that we can do in case this continues. Just in case, it will continue. This is a, a word. I had the great fortune of growing up in the uh, east coast in a little town called Kawaru and um, we learnt Māori all the way through until high school, and um, I just thought that was normal standard practice for Kiwi kids. Turns out it's not. Um, But every now and then I have these random uh, words or phrases or whatever that just drop into my head, and I felt like God dropped one in last week, and it was this word manaakitanga. And, uh, and I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm looking at all this beauty and it's like about the earth and Maori, you know, I've got this sense of place and people and all of that because, you know, I'd kind of gone back and visited my home along the way. Um, but it wasn't. It's this word that describes hospitality. And we are going to continue to fight for this. This, you know, one of the things people say to us is how warmly welcomed they feel here. As we continue to grow, as new people keep arriving, we are going to continue to have our arms and our hearts wide open. And we're going to take an example from Māori, but I believe is at the heart of God, is to extend Manakitanga to them. Hospitality, kindness, care, and generosity. We are those people, and we're going to keep doing that. So things that we can do when we see people that maybe we're not sure Uh, Well, I haven't met them before, so I don't know if they're new or if they've been here for six months, but I'm going to go up and you're going to join me to go say hi, introduce yourself, ask them, how long have you been coming to Coast? And they might say four months, and you're like, oh, well, wonderful, I haven't met you before, you know, or if it's their first time or second time, it's like, well, how are you doing? Is there anything you need help with? Can I show you where such and such was? Or if they have a question and we don't have the answer, our welcome team and the info area is full of answers. So we can take them there and introduce them to somebody so they, they get help. That we look after one another and our guests in particular. And it doesn't just stop there. We don't just say hello and be friendly when we're at church. I heard a story just this last week of um, some, a couple of families who are relatively new to Coast. and They bumped into each other at the beach. They're both new. They bumped into each other at the beach. They've got kids similar age. And, uh, and so instead of just going, well, hi, see you later. I'm on a walk. They made the effort to actually say hello, exchange numbers, and then have then taken it a step further and have set up things. Hey, I'm taking the kids surfing. Do you want to come? Does your child want to come? Come join us. We don't want to just stop with a hello at the door. We want to be intentionally moving from a crowd to community to whānau, to family. And the way that we're going to do that is to invite people back to our place for lunch or to meet them for a coffee or if we bump at the beach, that we say hello and we go beyond that. And we're going to continue to call all of us to that because Jesus set that example, didn't he? He just walked and talked and ate and drank and hung out with people. And this is the ripple effect of that. So we can be a part of that.
0: Where are we up to? <laughs>
1: we're up to that part.
0: All right. So we're growing and, uh, and God is on the move. And Jacinda's, I'll just follow on from what she said. Yeah, there's a movie, again, it's like um, it never won any awards and it never was getting close to them, but there's a move, movie called uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Have you heard about that movie? <laughs> Yeah, it's this, it's this family. They've got 12 kids. and um, uh, But there's this, there's this one kid in the family that's a little bit different, well, quite a bit different from the other kids. And so you know what the other kids called him? They called him FedEx. And he said, like, why, "Why, Dad, why do they call me Fed-? And they said to the other kids, like, why do you call me FedEx? He says, well, that's because like you got dropped off by the FedEx man. Yeah. And it's like, man, talk about a way of not helping someone feel part of the family it's like wow so like at Coast Vineyard we want to be the complete opposite of that of helping people that are feeling a little on the outside to come in and be part of you are part of this family and so you know this year is going to be as we continue to grow it's going to be a big year of like like working out how we get everyone connected a bit more and um, one of the phrases that you'll probably hear us talk about uh, as we go through the year, is you know, as we get bigger, we have to get smaller. So, as there's more of us, we have to work harder at, at like these opportunities. We're in smaller um, groups and you know, people can connect. And so, um, that's why life groups are just so so uh, important. And you know, for that, or, or you could join a team, and, and that will be so good for that as well. And we just know that when people. Um, that are relatively new to the church, if they connect in with some kind of life group, their language changes from talking about that church and your church to, to my church. Because there's just this sense of like, I'm, I'm part of this family. And so it's just so, so helpful. Um, and for, for lots of reasons. Um, so, you know, we would love for, you know, some of you, many of you to consider um, opening up your home. For a life group, our hope and is that we're going to have like a life group in every suburb on the coast, and and uh, I don't know how many there are, 14 or, or 15, and you know, but we need life groups at in Gulf Harbour and at Millwater and Hatfields, and you know, we just we just uh, just so that people in those places have a have a place to connect. So, and we are going to be working um, on providing training for people that like I, I kind of like the idea but I don't think I could well we're going to just have an opportunity so like, let me give you a few things that will just mean that if you wanted to, to do something like this it would just be such a lot of fun and it would be awesome so that's, uh, that's happening. Other thing that's coming up too just around this whole thing of getting connected is our summer escape so that's only like five weeks away and uh, guaranteed sunshine <laughs> we've got prayer theme. that's on to that um, but we we do these every two years, and two years ago when we did our first one, uh, people came back from that, and they just talked about just how much more they just felt like part of the family. And it was just—I mean, it was super fun, uh, and it was just a blast being there. It really is. It's going to be great. But just that dynamic was just wonderful, where people felt so much more a part of. Um, our family here um after being a part of that so that's March 22nd to 24th and uh and just one thing so that we chose that date because uh at Oriwa College they had a pre-booked event that day when we you know that was booked from a year ago so we actually aren't meeting as a church at all in uh down on the coast that Sunday so and, but we'd love you to come up, even just come up for the Sunday. It's something like about an hour and a bit, uh, hour and a half, hour 20 maybe to get up to the, um, to the site. And we'd love as many of you as to come up and do church with us up there. If you're not there for the weekend, come up on the, on the Sunday. Um, anyway, that's just uh, something we'd love to invite you towards. How many people have signed up and gone already? Yeah, a bunch of us. It's going to be good.
1: All right. One of the uh, areas that we've seen massive growth is with our kids and youth. And uh, there's this um, term called the 414 window, which some of you may have heard of. And it's, it's, in 2015, there was a survey done, an international survey, where they said that 63% of Christians accepted Jesus between the ages of 4 and 14. If we extend that out to 18, it's about 80%. Mm. So our kids and our young people are vitally important, not just for now, but for the future of the church. And uh, we are passionate about our kids. We, we love having them feel and participate and be part of the wider church family. It's why we keep them in for worship at the start of every service. It's why we include them in communion uh, when we do that each month. But we have well over 100 school-aged children. Uh, that's, not just counting, that's not counting our youth that happened during the week as well. And we're wanting to continue to invest in them. Uh, to be able to help support you as parents and families in raising them to know and experience the love of God for themselves so that they can make this decision. We know that we can't guarantee anything as they get older. There will come a day where they will have to decide for themselves what they believe and why. But wouldn't it be wonderful that if we partner together as parents, as family, as church family, to be able to invest in and love and lead our kids into their own journey of faith with God, Uh, and that's something that we're excited about. It keeps, God God is blessing us abundantly with our kids and uh, we are going to need to keep adding more and more resource to that as we go forward. Uh, And uh, we've got more to come as the year goes by. One thing we're considering, pondering, wondering about is a possible midweek program for our year seven and eights. We've got the youth program for year nines and above but um, that's something we're sort of pondering. And I would love, Rachel's actually, our kids pastor, she's actually down with the kids today. You'll have an opportunity to chat to her after church. But if you don't even have to have kids to invest in them, to choose to be on the team. And, uh, and we really are needing to expand our teams because of like, all these multiple places that we're going to be doing stuff with kids at Orewa. So would you prayerfully consider that? You do not have to create the programme. It is done for you. You'd be volunteering for probably a once-a-month thing to be able to actually be with our kids, whether it's the little babies or the primary or youth on a Sunday. But we would love for you to consider that and, uh, and chat to Rachel or chat to us about um, what that could look like. For some of you that are older and you're done kids, what an amazing opportunity possibly for you to actually spend time in our preschool class or in the creche area to be able to come alongside young parents or people starting out their parenting journey and be able to love their babies but love them as well and be able to bring practical support and wisdom. Um, That would be an amazing thing. Uh, Community engagement is another thing that we're going to continue to lean into. Uh, we long to be a resource for our community, and we've been starting that already. We've been doing things like uh, pra- that practical support we talked about earlier, but also parenting courses, um, the mental health panel and resources that we developed last year, uh, cap, um, budgeting courses, just really practical, hands-on things that help people. And uh, we're going to keep talking about this, keep praying about this, because this is something that is dear to our heart, we believe is dear to God's heart, and it feels like we are just scratching the surface. But we want to ask and constantly be looking for, how can we make a difference in our community? That's for us personally at an individual level and for us as a church at the corporate level. So don't, don't feel like you have to stop and wait for there to be a program to be a part of. We can start that just day by day, with the people that we meet and encounter, that we can uh, we can be a difference for. All right, we're running out of time. This happens every year when we do the vision thing.
0: So we're we're about halfway. Are you gonna be right. <laughs> no, we'll bring it into land. So we're nearly there. I guess talking about vision, it's always an opportunity for each one of us. Like, so what's my part to play? Where do I fit into all of this? And um, And we've got our connect, serve, connect, grow, serve, go. Uh failed that test, so connect, (laughs) grow, serve, and and go. And I guess for all of us, we can make choices to step towards those things around connecting, around growing, around serving, around going. And um, you know, I mean, this um men's breakfast that's coming up. I know like the ladies seem to be so much better at connecting than guys, and uh, but we had like over 40 people that were at the last men's breakfast, and so we've got um, Steve Hathaway coming and speaking, sharing um, some of his experience. Some of his video uh, stuff was on Blue Planet, you know, the BBC stuff, and he's um, and uh, but just a a great guy. And we'd encourage you just to come along, you know, and um, and be a part of that. But there's plenty of other things uh, there, so let's step towards that. But but you know, Sundays is a is a big deal. It's it's kind of the 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 center of the wheel that everything, the church life sort of revolves around, really. Um, And uh, for Sundays, as with any family, um, you know, everyone needs to chip in. The the cool thing, there's so many cool things about being a part of a family, isn't there? And um, But also being a part of a family means that there's, everyone has to chip in with the chores as well. There's way more benefits, but then there's these other bits and pieces that that we do, and... um, I just encourage you, what we've got is an opportunity here afterwards, we've got, this is mainly around Sunday services, and we're going to have um, you know, all of the overseers of different areas that are there uh, at the end of the service. There's a lolly jar there, so if you sign up, you get to stick your hand in the lolly jar, and but we've, it's a very carefully designed one, so if you grab too much, you can't get your hand back out, okay, so if we see you walking around with a lolly jar on the end of your hand, I'll, I'll know what that's all about, so... Um, but uh, and you can just chat and just say hey like to tell me more about what what it means to like do this or what does this involve or i'd love to do this i'd love to sign up so that's an opportunity after church there today and we're going to have it there um next week as well in case you need a bit of time to think about that so um but hopefully that the things that you sign up for are those things that are in your area of passion and uh, every now and then you meet someone that's passionate about setting up chairs, but not many are. And I know that some things are people are less passionate about than others. And uh, but we'd hope that it would be something that you'd be uh, in your sweet spot that you love doing. And um, so, and I know with the with the children, like Shenda's already talked about, but our children really do need need you guys. They need you guys. They. Um, we're going to continue to grow, and it would just be, it'd just be tragic if our children's program on a Sunday fell over because we just didn't have enough people to, to do it. And I know that for some people, they think, like, oh, children, it's like, I don't know. If, but, like, really, there's already someone that's organized the program, and there's someone that's running the program. You're just there to make sure that Johnny doesn't stick his fork in the electric socket, you know, and uh, um, that's... It's just being there just to support them. It's just turn up and, and support. It, um, it's once a month, your teams on once a month, and, um, and it, it, it almost doesn't matter what age and stage you are in life. Um, you could be a part of this, and we'd love for you to, to be a part of it. So, um, so there's welcoming, there's hospitality, worship, setting up, sound teams, video, and uh, children, and youth, and all those guys are going to be all over there. So, so you either go there first and then get your coffee, or get your coffee and go there next. And, um, but it would be great to, uh, to have you do that. Um, all right. How are we doing? I'm
1: going to be real fast because the kids are coming back. We're going to do life group leader training. He talked about that. We're going to need truck more life groups so that we actually have places for us to connect and grow together. And, uh, and so we're developing training for that. We'll keep you tuned and let you know when that's happening.
0: And one last thing. Come on in, kids. You're all good. We're the ones that have gone late. <laughs> um, Just one last thing to to talk about for this year that is an invitation for you guys to be a part of is is around giving financially. And, uh, you know, we, for the last three or four years, we've done, just at this time of the year, we've done a big kind of giving drive and and inviting you to to give. And and we're not going to do that this year Um, because we've got a management team and we looked at where we're up to and, you know, as a church and with the budget and everything. And so we're actually pretty close. And so, we just thought, like, I don't even think we need to do that, you know. The people that have contributed, and um, we're we're close. We're not quite there, but we're close enough for not, not to make a you know do a big a big deal out of the next uh, month. Many of you've been so generous when we're looking towards you know getting a new sound system that we're going to need at Audio College. That's all bought now and paid for. And um, but as we continue to grow, there are going to continue to be you know re- things that require um, you know financing. So um, and all I want to just say is that I just I, I've got every confidence that for those of you that are, are coming along, a part of Coast Vineyard Church will will work out what contributing regularly to Coast Vineyard looks like for you. We've got a we've got a, a brochure that we have, and I know that for many of you, like you avoid reading it because you're nervous that God will speak to you and you'll have to start giving. Um, but but like our heart is. And really, the heart of the scripture is that for all of us, it's so important for who we become that we cultivate a generous heart and that we give to what we believe in. And if you're part of this here, then if you're like me, I believe in what's happening here. And so I give. And there's this, um, this scripture that we've got in here. It says, you know, each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And, like, it's, and it's just about just what you feel is right and um, I've got a lot of friends that when they want to borrow stuff they always say to me remember Matt God loves a cheerful giver and uh, um, but it's um, it's never about like a sense of like oh I really should do this it's about like you know coming out of your heart talk to God and uh, and it comes out of a lot of people a lot of Christians over the last 2,000 years have given like 10% of their income to church and um, a lot of people here do that and that may be something that you might want to work towards and uh, I know that as you do, you'll see God stretch the what's left. It just always happens. So, whoever sows generously will reap generously. So, all right. So we're there. I'm pretty excited for the year ahead. I have to say, Um, we're going to continue to see miracles of healing and provision and salvation and redemption and and life and love and joy happening in this in this place. And uh, and I have to say that we just love seeing God change lives. Lives and uh, and we love having fun. And if you, uh, if you come and join us on this journey, you're going to see fruitfulness and fun in your lives as well. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm up for that. And I hope that you guys are too. So that's us. That's where we're heading. How's that sound? All right. Woo. All right. Why don't we stand together?